Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> has identified the cause of the mysterious new virus. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. There are fears a rapidly spreading virus has reached Australia. This is a rapidly emerging situation where there is not a cause for alarm. The first US case has been detected. There's confirmation the coronavirus has reached Australia. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine area. Foreign nationals coming from China are now banned from entering the country. I have today declared that the coronavirus presents a public health emergency in the United States. Trying to contain a city um, of 11 million people um, is new to uh, the science. It has not been tried before as a public health measure. The death toll now has risen above that of the SARS outbreak 17 years ago. We now have a name for the disease, COVID-19. I was at a hospital the other night where I think there were, a few, there were actually a few coronavirus uh, patients and I shook hands with everybody. Oh, yes. COVID-19. How exciting. A little montage in the beginning there comes off. Sounds real scary, doesn't it? All right. So over the past three days, John Hopkins University came out with a study that they did of the impacts of lockdowns and all the safety precautions that people have been taking for COVID-19 in the U.S. and the U.K. over the past couple years. What the researchers studied was aggregated data from 34 accredited studies around the world. It measured the impact of lockdown policies by governments relative to the spread of the virus. Uh, Studies examining the relationship between lockdown strictness found that the average lockdown in Europe and the United States only reduced COVID-19 mortality by 0.2%. 2% compared to a COVID-19 policy based solely on recommendations. Recommendations, like we all heard from the beginning, practicing good uh, hygiene, washing your hands frequently, cover your mouth if you're going to cough or you're going to sneeze, obviously wash your hands afterwards, you know, keep a comfortable distance away from people. I know there's a lot of controversy around the whole six foot thing. And I'm not necessarily saying to keep any particular distance, but you stay away from people. If you're sick, stay home. Normal things that you would do in a normal situation whenever you're generally sick in the first place. You know, nobody likes somebody sneezing in their face and coughing all over. I know even before COVID, let's be honest, if you're walking in the grocery store and you turn down an aisle and there's somebody in the middle of the aisle, sounds like they're hacking a lung up. Generally, we all turn around and go back down another aisle because you're just like, number one, ill, and number two, I'm not trying to get sick today. So it's just practicing those good things. Anyways, shelter-in-place orders were also ineffective. There is more 
studies looking specifically at NPIs, lockdown versus no lockdown, face masks, closing of non-essential businesses, border closures, school closures, and limited gatherings also found that there is no broad-based evidence of noticeable effects on COVID-19 mortality. Now, once again, this is from John Hopkins University, world-renowned. Everybody uses them, including the left. They cite data from them all the time. So this isn't like it's a right-wing institution that we're all citing just to exact an outcome that we agree with politically or that we align with. They are world-renowned. Everybody uses John Hopkins University. With that being said, you're not hearing anything about all this on the news at all. Everybody is dead silent on all this because it literally destroys their narrative and all of these, I don't know, guess lack of a better term, I know it's kind of overused right now, but all of these Nazis, these COVID Nazis that keep wanting to implement more and more restrictions of the same thing, it proves that they are 100% without a doubt wrong. None of it works. Your masks don't work. Your social distancing doesn't work. Lockdowns didn't work. None of it works. It also calls into question the CDC even more so than we were questioning it already. The CDC, up to this point, we all feel that it's being used as another political arm of the left to do their bidding. Well, everything the CDC recommends obviously doesn't work. So the CDC at this point, if it had any credibility left... It's completely gone now. It has no credibility. It can't talk about anything. It shouldn't give any more recommendations. It is proven 100% now without a doubt that it is being politicized. And instead of following science, it chose to follow a political agenda. So the CDC, as far as I'm concerned, is dead. You know what's most fascinating about the study is that it justifies all of us that asked questions. All of us that came forward and said, hey, I read a study here, I read a study there, they're really showing that these measures don't work. Lockdowns aren't working, they're hurting people. Masks aren't working, they're hurting people. The social distancing's a joke. Wearing a mask to walk into a restaurant to sit down and then taking your mask off, like it, I mean, that one was the most insane to me, but it doesn't work. And we were demonized, and we were deplatformed, and we were disrespected. I mean, we got hammered for asking questions, for making good observations based upon data that we were finding, and then just using plain common sense. (laughs) Common sense is an amazing thing. If you actually have it and you use a little bit of it, you would know that none of it passed the smell test in the first place. But it brings to light that all of this for the past two years was solely about power and control. This study now justifies that. And the fact that they are so silent about it and they don't want to talk to you about it at all, it's a lot deeper than just admitting you were wrong. Look how many places in the United States are still pushing mandates still wants you to get vaccinated still wants you to wear your masks want to force children to wear masks look at how much of it is still going on of course they don't want to talk about it number one you're going to lose that power 
Number two, when people find out that you have been lying to them and controlling their lives for the past two years, and you've been forcing them to do things against their will that they don't want to do, they don't feel comfortable doing, but they're trying to comply because I guess depending on where you live and what information you're getting, you think you're doing the right thing, you think you're being a good human being by following your orders, you're giving up your freedoms. When you, when people find it out, wake up and realize I've been lied to for the past two years it's going to turn out pretty bad. What's coming up in November? I keep telling everybody that you watch all these COVID restrictions are going to be gone by November. I just heard today that Chicago is getting rid of mask mandates in school. In these democratic cities where things have, are the worst, where you have the most restrictions, you watch just like Chicago just took them out from schools and they're going to make it an option for the parents the way that Florida has been living since last school year. Okay, You watch and see that it's going to go that way all over the country. It's going to get to the point in November where these politicians are going to be giving you that who me look. Oh, I didn't do that. Well, me? No, I didn't. I didn't make those restrictions. What COVID night? What is COVID nineteen? I've never heard of it. What is that? Oh, I think you're you're confused. You're just talking about the flu. No, we never said you had to wear a mask. We just suggested. We never told you to shut down your business. We just just suggested. They're gonna get real quick amnesia and hope you're dumb enough to actually buy into their bullcrap, saying that they didn't try to rule over you like dictators. And it's coming. Just wait. Come November, you watch how COVID has just disappeared from the planet. You may hear a whisper here and there about it, but for the most part, COVID will be gone. Just watch. As we get closer and closer to November, it's going to happen. You see how they're all lifting all the restrictions now. We're in February. No one's even talking about another possible spike like it did last year. Everything's kind of fading away, and it's going to continue that way all the way until Election Day. In areas that it's not fading away, parents, please step up to the plate for your children, man. If you don't do it for anybody, do it for the children. It is so important. You're the only people that can protect your children. You don't, do not leave it to the government, to the state, to any of them to protect your children. That's a joke. They're ready to indoctrinate them and turn them into whatever they want them to be. Please, when I see news articles coming out, all across the board, Stacey Abrams is sitting in a classroom, and in the picture, okay, there's, I don't know, maybe 30 kids in that picture, the bunch of adults in the background, every single person in that entire photo is wearing a mask except her fat ass. And I'm sorry to get so vulgar, but that lady is a piece of trash all day today and tomorrow and beyond that. Okay, she's sitting there with a smile, with her gap teeth, like it's all good, while all these poor little kids are sitting in the background with stupid masks on their face, and you got the adults behind them look like a, a bunch of other bunch of fools with masks all on their face that don't work. How many times do these people need to be told? It needs to be proven. How many times do you need to see it on either right-wing media, left-wing media, central media? Masks, especially the ones they're wearing in the photo, do not work. But yet, they're all wearing them. But Abrams, because she's so special, because she's above you, you are beneath her, 
She doesn't have to wear a mask. She could just sit there with her ugly face out. But the rest of the kids, all these cute little kids running around, no, they got to cover their little faces up. You don't get to see their cute little smiles and they're happy and they're enjoying life. No, I got to look at her fat, ugly face and the rest of the kids in the background got to be in masks. And the adults that are behind her, shame on you because you're sitting in a picture watching her take her mask off for the photo and all the rest of you are all still wearing it. It's insane. This is insanity at its finest we keep doing the same things that don't work all these studies continue to come out they do not work let's get past all this start living your life normally just get past it covid is over it's here it's over just get on with your lives now since we're talking about stacy abrams anyways she's part of my next story that i'm going to talk about one way or the other Joe Biden is such an ineffectual mess of a president that you're having a lot of these vulnerable Democrats, they're distancing themselves from him. They, they don't even want to be associated with him. If he shows up to their state, they don't even support him and show up to where he's speaking. His own party knows what a disaster he is. They know what a disaster we're all in right now in this country and it's all because of his policies and they're probably not even his policies it's whoever the puppet master is behind the screen it's their policies but it's a he's a disaster abrams didn't show up when joe came to town and she wouldn't even explain where she was at well there's a couple other democrats that are pretty much this november looking like they're going to lose their seats you got warnock and kelly of arizona neither one of them have called for the president's aid. They're just claiming that they're focused right now on the things that Arizona cares about, at least what Kelly said, what Arizona cares about, like the price of gasoline and groceries. Well, yeah, if you're going to bring those two particular topics up, (laughs) you certainly don't want Sleepy Creepy anywhere near you when you're talking about that because gas prices, especially gas prices, are totally controllable it is completely 100 percent his fault for destroying our energy sector we had it good gas prices were more than a dollar less than they are today under president trump and the only reason they have jumped so high is because since joe biden's putting all of these policies in place to make us more dependent on other countries for for oil and natural gas this is what you get Okay, I think here in Florida last week, gas is up now another 12 cents. I heard a report this morning that gas prices in Florida are the highest that they've been in eight years. Who was in the White House eight years ago? All right, Dumbo-eared Obama. His big-eared ass was flopping around the White House, messing things up, just like sleepy creepies in the White House, messing things up again. Do we notice a trend of, depending on what political parties in the White House, is when we are feeling the squeeze as Americans? I truly hope Democrats, independents, anybody that's you know leaning a little left, you really pay attention to these things because these are most important. Groceries. Why are groceries so high? Well, why don't you ask Joe to stop spending so much money? Why don't you st- to ask him to be fiscally responsible and stop blowing wads of cash on leftist dream lists and actually only use it for what's absolutely needed right now in the United States? 
But no, you guys want to keep approving these big packages. You guys want to keep spending, spending, spending infrastructure that's not infrastructure to build back better, which thank God that's dead at the moment. Because if you guys did that, 97% would probably jump to 19% inflation and we would all just be getting annihilated on the bottom. Kelly brought up another good point. You know, he said he wanted to focus on the border problems they have. Again, who is the direct cause of the border problems? Sleepy Creepy. He wants open borders. Democrats want open borders. Well, guess what? Open borders is what you got. Now, we've had the highest influx of people that we've had in God knows forever. So Joe probably wouldn't be the best person to show up at your rally, especially when you're talking about those items. Warnock had much of the same to say. Warnock said he just wants to focus on serving the people right now. How nice of him, the socialist. I'm glad that he's focused on serving the people in Georgia. He barely won the seat that he's in right now. I can assure you he's been ineffectual up to this point, and he don't want no Joe Biden nowhere near around him because he's having enough problems on his own since he is so ineffectual. Georgia has the same complaints that everybody else has. Home prices are through the roof, inflation's through the roof, gas is through the roof. It's all a mess. Not to mention, if you add any of the mandates that are going on in any of those states, I'm sure that's just compounding the problem. So it's not a big surprise that most of these people are like, yeah, no, we don't need help from Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not going to help us. All he's going to do is hurt us. Going forward, I don't think there's any name in the Democratic Party that can help any of them. You guys are literally destroying the country. And you're doing it at an alarming rate. There is no help for you. I hope November is a bloodbath. My only fear is that if we win that big in November, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all the normal groups that the left calls on to start disrupting the society are going to be out in full force and we're going to start seeing cities burning again and we're going to start seeing a lot more violence on the streets because that's what the left is craving for right now. My only concern is for people in these blue states, these blue cities, because you're going to feel it the worst. Red state and red state governors and and states where people are still mentally sound and they're not crazy and electing crazy people, they're not going to tolerate it. So for me, I'll be watching from a distance. I'll be watching it on the television, sitting in my chair, shaking my head that how could you people allow this to continue? Just like during the summer... When they were burning and pillaging all across the blue states, you know, elections truly do have consequences. You people keep voting these radical blue Democrats in, this is what you're going to get. So come November, I, I would be willing to make a prediction that if it goes red, if it's a huge red wave, if, if conservatives and Republicans, if they win big, take everything back... <laughs> Uh, cities are going to burn. That'd be my prediction. Cities are going to burn because the Democrats' henchmen are going to come out and they're going to start getting right back to their old tricks and it, it ain't going to be good. I just don't understand people not seeing it. I mean, it's so obvious. It's right in your face and yet they do not want to pay attention. They do want to do not want to acknowledge what's right in front of them. All right, and a quick update on Monday's episode. 
Apparently, Joe Rogan has issued a formal apology for using the N-word in a couple of his episodes. I don't know how long ago it was. And supposedly Spotify removed them from their platform. Spotify is still standing with Joe Rogan saying they're not going to remove him from Spotify as of yet, but they're getting a lot of pressure to do so. Uh, If they do, it's going to be dangerous for all of us. Uh, We're probably going to watch the beginning of the end of free speech because I would say at that point, more than likely, if they can get somebody of Joe's, uh, Joe Rogan's status out with the amount of money that they spent on him, I mean, I was, I've told you this a couple times now, the rest of us, yeah, kiss us all goodbye. You know, maybe just a few of the real big ones will stand, but all of us will all get stomped out because our views are not in line with what their views are. But Joe did issue a formal apology. I still stand by what I said on Monday. Uh, you know, I, one way or the other, I don't really care what he said. That, that doesn't interest me what word or that he ended up using. The point was, for me, is about freedom of speech. That's my biggest concern. That's what I'm paying attention to. That's what I'm watching. So I still stand by that. The Rock is still a wannabe alpha male, and I still stand by Joe Rogan should have the right to his opinion and say what he wants to say on his show. That's part of freedom of speech, and I still do stand by that. So one way or the other, I still stand with Rogan. All right, if you'd like to follow me, Twitter, at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. Gab or Parlor, I'm at The Real Little Joe, uh, CloudHub, Little Joe CC. If you'd like to reach out to me, go to littlejoescc.com and go to the contact section. You can leave me a message, ask me a question, whatnot. Um, If you'd like to see any videos I post, they are up on Rumble and YouTube. Rumble, I am at Little Joe's Conservative Corner. YouTube, I am at Little Joe CC. And as I said yesterday, Facebook should be up by the end of the week. I'm still working on that. I still anticipate hopefully Thursday or Friday that will be up and running and everything that needs to be on it will be on it. If anything changes, I will let you know. Otherwise, have a wonderful Tuesday. We will do it again tomorrow.